It's our privilege to make these messages available to you. We pray that the Word of God will richly bless you. Well, let's get it right into the Word, knowing that God will speak into our lives today. He told me he wanted to go out with my sister. Then I thought, aha, this is where this one's coming. So up till now, I don't even know if he was my friend because of my sister or he wanted to be my friend. But I'm so glad because Brother Danny has been like a brother to me. I love him. And, uh, you know, I just love uh, the heart that he has for God, for the move of God and for the word of God. So I'm so glad that you're here and going to minister, brother. It's been a long time. Bless you. Give him another hand. I appreciate you, Amen. Well, praise God. Um, you know, I say this uh, when I come up to minister. It's always a blessing, a, a privilege, and an honor to be able to minister the gospel here at Island Church. Uh, I was praying uh, this afternoon, you know, and I just said, Lord, I said, you know, what an honor to be able to, first of all, minister your gospel. Amen. And then secondly, to minister here at Island Church, because I understand the pastors that we have, the caliber of a minister that we sit under, and the word of God that he ministers to us. Amen? So I just said, thank you, Father. I kind of teared up a little bit, and I said, just thank you, Father. I never want to take lightly this opportunity to minister the gospel to Island Church and and wherever. Amen? Uh, So that being said, uh, thank you for coming. Um, Praise the Lord. God spoke to me a powerful word uh, back when we went to uh, camp a few uh, about a month ago, and we usually do this uh, once a year. I've been going up with uh, Chris. Uh, last year we went. We went this year, and um, and when I went up to this camp, uh, there was some obstacles. Um, actually, I just went up there just to just kind of get away. I just needed some time to get away, and uh, went up there, and basically uh, just to have some R and R. And there was some things that were pulling at me. I almost had to leave and come back home to take care of some things. Thank God for my son. And I knew the devil was really trying to rattle my cage. There's some steps of faith that needed to be made, uh, and they weren't easy. And uh, so anyway, it started raining, I guess, uh, that Wednesday uh, afternoon. I had some time where I could read the Word, and the Lord spoke to me. He says, go over here to, to the Word, and I want to speak to you a little bit about some things, about some faith, some things I need you to do and, and uh, to help you out. So I wonder if, if you got your Bible, go ahead and go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Uh, this is a very familiar passage of Scripture. We all know about it. I've never actually ministered out of this um, passage of Scripture, uh, but uh, the Lord spoke to me very powerfully. David and Goliath, everybody should know this. Pastor Rusty has ministered uh, this to us time and time again and showed us so many powerful things in faith uh, about this passage of Scripture, but the Lord kind of showed me a little bit different angle that I wanted to bring out tonight, and I got a lot of scripture I want to cover, so I don't want to take a whole lot of time. I want to get into it. But I believe this, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Lord would say to you tonight, I believe this will help you. I'm not up here because, you know, I just, you know, I need a place to minister. I got a job in the secular world. Thank God Pastor Rusty asked me to minister. I believe this can help you. Amen. Amen. So anyway, uh, and the Lord spoke this to me uh, as it was raining. I was pinning things down and going to town. And he showed me, he said, you know, this, this step of faith that you need to make, this is what you're going to base it on. And he kind of showed me some different things that I'm going to read to you and just kind of go over with you tonight. And it really helped me to see some things, to stay persistent, 
to stay, uh, uh, to persevere when it gets tough. Especially in the day that we live in now, it's very, very important. That's why I believe Pastor Rusty has been ministering on faith. Because of the fact that the day that we live in, you're going to have to live by faith. I mean, I was just watching a little bit on the news tonight. I don't know if y'all been watching this thing in Israel. This thing is coming together. Russia's getting involved now. This thing is coming together. So we need to make our minds up. We're going to live by faith and do what God has told us to do, to be in His perfect will and to live by faith. If not, you're going to be left behind. And I don't mean left behind here on earth when the rapture comes. I just mean when it comes to His, his plan for your life and everything that He has for you. Amen? So basically, I just want to start off here. I'm not going to go over the whole deal. Y'all know about the, uh, you know, David and Goliath. I just want to hit on a few points and just kind of go to where I want to go and kind of bring some things out to you that I believe that the Lord spoke to me about and it will help you um, build your faith. Uh, chapter 17, let's start with uh, verse 8, talking about uh, Goliath. And it said, As he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, Why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine, and you are servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and, and uh, let him come uh, down to me. And if he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against you or him, I will kill him, then you will be the servants to us. In verse 10, And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day, Give me a man that we may fight, that we may fight together. He defied the armies of Israel, therefore he defied the living God of Israel. Amen. Let's skip on over to verse 26. David comes up, he's been sent to help out, bring some, bring some food, help them out to this battle that are going to fight. And I like David when he says this, verse 26. And David spoke uh, spake to the men. And stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? I like that. <laughs> and taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Now, I like this about David because of the fact that, number one, I can see David's faith really turning in him. He comes up. He's hearing Goliath defy Israel. His faith is turning. I guess I like it so much because um, it's kind of confrontational. Sometimes I have to be very careful in the natural because I can sometimes be confrontational. <laughs> praise God. Uh, anyway, praise the Lord. So therefore, I, I, I really could see what he was, was, was going, what he was talking about here. And when he says, when he spake to the men and said, uh, what shall be done to this man that, that uh, killeth this Philistine? What's going to be done? Who takes this guy out? What will be done unto him? Faith. He's listening. His heart. He's ready to make a step of faith. The, the, the Lord spoke to me and said, when, you're, when your spirit man is prayed up, when your faith is stirred, when you're where you need to be in faith, that your spirit will crave the step of faith. Will, will crave the step of faith. He told me that the other day. And I believe David's spirit man the faith was rising up in him. He was craving the step of faith. What's going to be done? Looking for it. Now we have to ask ourselves, and I'm, I ask myself this too, 
When the Lord has us, uh, when there's steps of faith that need to be made, when there's things that we need to do, where are you at when it comes to the step of faith? Are you looking for it? Are you ready for it? I'm preaching to myself now, okay? I'm not saying I'm, I'm arrived, I'm 110% there. But I like what David did here. He's looking for it. This was none of his business. But he made it his business. And he wants to know, hey, when they're defying the armies of God as far as with my Lord, what do I need to do? What can I do to get into this? Amen? Go to 33, verse 33. I'm just kind of skipping through this. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point here. I'm just building some faith. 33. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Verse 34. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant uh, kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. David's rehearsing victories in faith. Victories in faith. This is, what, this is what's been accomplished in faith in my life. Pastor Rusty talks about a lot of times writing down in a little book your victories, things that you're believing God for. Amen? He's rehearsing faith. Verse 35, I went out after him and smote him, delivered him out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote and slew him. Verse 36, thy servant slew both a lion and a bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing that he hath defied the armies of the living God. Amen? David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion... And now the Paul of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. So he's even convinced uh, Saul now. Hey man, you got some faith. The Lord be with you. Go for it. Faith. He's rehearsing faith. Rehearsing faith. Victories that he's been through. Uh, things that he has proven. You know, faith needs to solidify in your life the word. And it needs to temper you like steel. So when other steps of faith come into the future, you've done proved certain things, and you can go towards the other steps of faith with trust in God and do it with, with I want to say, more ease, but to be able to do it knowing what you've already proved in the Word of God. That's what he's doing. He's rehearsing faith, letting Saul know, look, this is what, this is what the Lord's already done. It doesn't matter that he killed a, a bear and a lion and all this. That's irrelevant. Basically, it's this... He's going up against the, 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 the uh, uh, giant, Goliath, and he's saying, hey, look, he's defying our God. And by his anointing, his power, I can defeat this giant. That's how we have to look at it. It's not what we've done. I mean, thank God that he killed a lion and a bear and Bigfoot and all that kind of good stuff. Thank God for that. But it's a step of faith in what God's doing that you've proved out. Okay, that's why it's important, number one, uh, with your past. I mean, if your past is not the greatest, let it go. Because really, whether you're a success in your past or you're a failure in your past, it does not matter. When your faith is built up, you're going to do it by faith. God's power is going to be upon you. It doesn't matter what a, kind of a success you are. I mean, you could be a multi-billionaire, so what? doesn't mean you got faith. Amen. 
Praise God. Verse 38. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. And also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, as he has said to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with thee, for I have not proved them. And David put them off. When, you, when you're going through uh, things in, in faith, maybe some obstacles, maybe some challenges, be careful of who you share what you're going through with. I'm not saying, you know, if you have somebody you can pray with, your wife, a close friend, that's fine. But you don't have to go tell everybody what you're going through and what you're going to do in faith. Because even not talking about Christian folks, they can come to you and give you scriptures. Well, you need to do this and you need to do that. But if that's not what the Lord's told you to do, it can actually end up harming you. Amen? So be careful of who you're sharing what you're going through in faith with. I have certain people that I'll call. I mean, I've called Roland several times. I'll call Pastor Rusty. There's certain people that I'll call and say, hey, look, you know, talk to me about this. What's going on? What do you think about this? You know, the Bible says to surround yourself with wise counsel. You know, uh, uh, Brother Allen and, 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 and Roland and Pastor Rusty. But, you know, basically that's it. I'm not going to go tell everybody what I'm going through. Because, because here's when it's all said and done, we're going to have to, number one, Get in the Word, find out what God's telling you and how He's telling you how to do it, and also looking back at the past victories in faith that you've already done. Again, remember, tempering like steel, solidifying you, growing you in faith. Amen? So he has not proved Saul's armor. So basically, if he goes out with Saul's army, probably going to get killed. And it's, and it's a good thing. It's armor. See, that's a great, you know, but if he hasn't proved it, it's going to hurt him. Amen. Verse 40. And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook, put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had, and even a script, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. Now, again, we've heard a lot of teaching on five smooth stones. I agree with Pastor Rusty. He got five stones because you know what? He's got five shots. Amen. I'm not going to get super spiritual about it. Amen. A lot of people might say, well, I believe it's, you know, for the fivefold ministry. Well, that, you know, that kind of tells me that you haven't done a whole lot in faith because as you keep on going in faith, you're going to realize there's going to be times you might need more than one. Amen. So I believe those five smooth stones, uh, 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 David was practical, yet he was in faith. Amen. He takes five smooth stones. And the Philistine came out and drew near unto David. And the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. For he was but a youth, ruddy, and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, I am a dog, that thou comest to me with staves. And that the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Understand the day we live in, that's taking place. Amen. I mean, people are bold. They'll curse you by their gods. They're, they're loud. They're mocking you. Amen? And the Philistine said unto David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh into the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. That's just like the enemy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. But this is what the Lord spoke to me when I was at the camp and I was doing some studying, some issues that I was praying over in faith. He said, Start confessing these two scriptures over this, the, your, this situation. 
And then for you, if you have some situations that you're believing God in faith, that you're uh, some steps of faith that you need to make, take these two scriptures here. Use them towards what you're believing God for. Said this, and then, then David said to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. I'm not coming to you because I think I'm bad. I'm not coming to you because I think I'm tough. You have defied my God and armies of Israel. Now we're going to take care of business. I'm going to get aggressive towards you because the enemy will get aggressive towards you as far as attacking you. So he's getting aggressive towards him, speaking his word, talking to him. Pastor Rusty has said many times, you cannot battle the devil in your mind with a thought with a thought. You've got to use his word. And, I'm, and I'm, again, I'm using that more and more and more. This is, this is the powerful scripture I love. Verse 46, This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand. I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day and to the fowls of the air and to the wild beast of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Here's the thing. Whether you're in the secular world or whether you're in the five-fold ministry, the step of faith is to glorify God, to find your place in God, to find His perfect will. And that was the main purpose was I want people to know that there's a God in Israel. You understand that the Great Commission is to preach the gospel to the world. Whether it's five-fold ministry or whether it's in the secular world. Whether you're a banker, a lawyer, electrician, or you're in the five-fold ministry, somehow, some way, God has given you a way to minister the gospel. And when He has you step out in faith, do things in faith, again, He's growing you so you can be more of a voice and influence more people. Amen? I think sometimes we lose track about that. I can't remember what the, the minister's name that came and ministered here not too long ago that said, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the Lord. That's what the step of faith is all about. Amen? And once we take us out of it, again, he could have said, hey, look, Goliath, I'm going to tell you right now, I've done taking a bear out. I've done taking a lion out. I'm bad. So what? So what what you've done? The main thing is this. You're there to battle the, the enemy. His power is upon you. You're doing it in faith. God is the one that's going to bring the victory, no matter what you've done in the natural. Right. Right. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Verse 47. And all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not the sword and the spear for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to, to meet David. David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Ran towards the enemy. Amen? You know, the Lord spoke to me and my wife, and he's really, in these last few months, is putting some mandates and saying, no, there's some things in faith you're going to need to start doing. Been sitting on the sideline a little bit too long. Been getting a little bit too idle. There's some things you need to start stepping out in faith in. Now start using your faith more. Amen. Some things that need to take place. And I, and I like this when the Bible says that David went towards the Philistine. In faith. Amen. And I think that's something that, that all of us, again, when your faith is where it needs to be, 
when you're praying, when you're coming to church, when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, that ought to be in you. I'm going towards the enemy. He's not going to do this to me anymore. He's given, he's given us His power to defeat the enemy. We're not going to wait on Him anymore. We're going to depend on His, his power. And David uh, um, uh, came to pass when David and the Philistine arose, and he came and drew nigh to meet David, and David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Verse 49. Now this is where I want to get to. <clears throat> And David put his hand in his bag, took thence a stone and slang it. Now, David, we can see, is uh, experienced with the slingshot. <laughs> Amen, praise God. Okay, he's used it. Slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. And that stone sunk into the forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone. And smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran, stood up, and the Philistine took his sword, took his sword, drew it out in the sheath, and slew him, cut off his head. And the Philistines saw that there was a champion, was dead, and they fled. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. But let's take it a little bit different path. You're going towards the giant. You're going towards the enemy. You're confessing. Your faith is out there. The Lord's been talking to you. Enemy's talking to you. He's mocking you. He's coming towards you. You make the step of faith to go towards him. You get your stone in your, in your slingshot. And you rear back. And you miss. Thank God for David that he could hit him on the first shot. But what if you miss? Well, Brother Danny, I'm, you know, I'm going to believe that every time I step out in faith, it's always going to happen. And I hope it does for you. But probably in reality, you're going to do some missing. Doesn't mean that you've missed God. Amen? Doesn't mean that you've missed God. Remember, God is trying to build faith. He's trying to build faith. David grabbed five stones... Because he was practical at the same time of having faith. I mean, I remember Roland told me that one time. He said, there's a practical side to the supernatural side. I like that. It's always stayed with me. He grabbed five stones. He's in faith. He's going to take out the giant. But if he misses one, he's got four more. But now as Christians, I think a lot of people, we, don't, we hear it, but we don't really understand it. Because you've got to understand something. He throws the first stone, or you throw the first stone, or I do, and you miss. Well, you're coming, y'all are both coming towards each other. He's mocking you. And now you've done miss one shot. So now he's got that towards you. Huh, you done miss me first shot. You're, you're a, you know. Now the intensity is that much stronger. So you reach in there and get a second shot. And you miss again. Now, it's that much in, uh, intense. What do you do? A lot of people uh, uh, back off. A lot of people turn away. Well, maybe this wasn't the will of God. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But here's the thing. David knew there is no turning back. You turn back, you become a slave. There's, kind of, there's a day that we live in now in faith that there is no turning back. You're going to do what God's told you to do in faith or you're going to miss out. This isn't a game. When God tells you to do things in faith, you're going to get into the Word, you're going to come to church, 
You're going to pray, and you're going to get yourself built up to go towards it no matter what it takes. If it takes one shot, two shot, three shots, you're going to stay with it until that giant is dead. Now, it's easier said than done. I know I've been there. <laughs> Recently, I had a, 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 a step of faith where I was down to my last stone. <laughs> so a guy, you know, what do you want me to do, you know? I, mean, I, know. I was a little bit bummed out, you know, you know, I've done all I can do to... To take care of this thing. And the Lord just spoke to me, gave me this word, so he got one more shot. It ain't over with yet. Do the last shot and conquered it. Amen? Now, if that if this thing ever comes to the full fruition of God wants me to do, it doesn't matter. I did it in faith, I accomplished it. And even if it comes down to the last stone, you gotta do it in faith. Even when the enemy is coming that much closer to you, yelling in your ear. The intensity. You've done miss one shot, two shots, three shots, four shots. Man, you're a joke. You've done hit it this way, that way. You, I mean, you've every angle and you just... And you're like, God, man, I don't know what else to do. you got one more shot. Trust me. Trust me. Stay with it. Stay with it. You know, um, like uh, Roland always says when he ministers, you know, this place ought to be packed in here tonight. What's the problem? People got five stones in their bags and they're not throwing them. Or people have thrown one stone and two stones and said, hey, forget it, I'm gone. Didn't work out. I'm turning the other way. And you name it, it could be anything that it could be as far as whatever happened, as far as in faith. But the Lord spoke to me. And He said, there's some people there tonight that are going to be there that you... Maybe you have some desires. Maybe there's some steps of faith that you made and it didn't work out the way you thought it was supposed to work out. But the Lord wanted me to say that there's some people in here, you still got some stones in your bag and you haven't used them and you've backed away and you've let the, the one time, the two times that you've thrown discourage you because you missed. And the giants come closer and closer and closer and discourage you. And you're like, man, I, don't, I, mean, I guess I might as well just go the other way. God's saying, you don't have to go the other way. You still got a couple stones left. Use it in faith. Yeah, Lord, but I've done this. I've done that. I'm tired. I understand that. Build yourself up in faith. Go towards it. Do it. Again, David had five of them. He was ready. He built himself up in faith. Going back... Uh, uh, to the things that he had did in faith and what he conquered and accomplished. Do whatever you have to do to build yourself up in faith to get that victory. You say, yeah, Brother Danny, but man, if I, if I miss out, that's going to be inconvenience to me. You know, it's going to be tough. It's hard. He's attacking me. Got a little fear in me. You just got to go through it. You just got to go through it. It's going to take me out of my comfort zone. You're just going to have to go through it. Especially in the day that we live in. You're going to have to go through it. Press through it in faith. Sometimes I think about what we're doing here um, at the church. The, the new building that we're building. I think, wow, you know, praise God. And think about Pastor Rusty and the faith that it's taken to do that. I think, good night. I mean, that's, you know, praise the Lord. 
I mean, it'd be you know, convenient to say, we'll just stay here, and you know, we're in the last of the last day. Let's just stay here and just be happy with it. No, he's wanting to go even more. Go over, go over more and more. Because he told me this. He said, you know, you've got to be real careful with thinking that way in the day that we live in. You know, it's the last of the last days. You know, you know, I really don't need to do this anymore. He told me this. He said, it's very dangerous for you to think that way. If God's telling you to do it, do it. Amen? The two, the two uh, and I'm, I'm closing with this. The two reasons what I've seen, I've been listening to a series uh, uh, that's really good on why people have a hard time as far as uh, uh, with the will of God for their life, doing it in faith, is number one, uh, uh, God has shown you what you need to do, but through rebellion you're not doing it. Or the other thing is that you have a desire that God has given you, you delight yourself in Him, He shows it to you, but your faith is not where it needs to be to grab a hold of it and run with it. And that's between you and God. But real quick, I just want to do this. If, if there's anybody in here tonight that you say, look, you know, I've, I've been there, I've thrown a few stones, I've missed, um, you know, I've gotten discouraged, I've felt like I've done all that I know to do, I've confessed, I've prayed, I've prayed in the Holy Ghost, I've come to church, and I've thrown, and I've missed. But I realize, you know what, yeah, I do. I do still have a couple stones left in my bag that I haven't used. And you say, there's things I want to see get accomplished in my life in faith. There's some things that God has spoken to me. There's some desires that I have in my spirit that I want to see come to pass. And I can't do it on my own. I have to have the Lord to do it. Praise God. And Brother Danny, if you'll pray for me, rejuvenate, you know, have, have the Holy Ghost come upon you, rejuvenate you, get that, get that step of faith back, reach back in that bag, and pull another one. Finish it up. If you say, yeah, you know, Brother Dan, that's me. If you could pray for me, I'd be happy to pray for you and agree in faith with you about this. Amen? I mean, if that's you, if you want to come up, I'll be happy to pray with you. And um, and just agree in faith with you. Amen? Just agree in faith with you. Praise God. And I'm just going to lay my hands on you and just pray over you. And we're just going to agree in faith. Amen. You know, the Bible says His covenant will not break nor alter the thing that's gone out of His mouth. Amen. He said, God is not a man that He should lie, neither the Son of Man that He should repent. Have He said it, shall I do it? Have He spoken it, shall I make it good? He said, put me in remembrance of my word. Amen. He said, He's going to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you think or ask according to the power that works within you. But you've got to do it. You've got to grab a hold of it and you've got to cram it down the devil's throat amen praise the lord so i'm just going to agree with you in faith right now we're just going to pray amen thank you father right now I thank you father for my sister lord in jesus name i thank you father right now whatever this is this step of faith that she needs to take i thank you that your anointing is upon her your power your strength father in jesus name i thank you father that she'll reach down in that bag and grab that stone and do what she needs to do father in jesus name and I thank you for the victory that she has right now in Jesus' name. We glorify and praise you, Father, right now for the victory. As she stirs herself up in the spirit, we just thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, right now for my sister, right now in Jesus' name. Thank you that she stirs herself up in faith, Father, in Jesus' name. Stirs herself up in faith. And she'll step forth and do what she needs to do, Father. And she'll use the word in Jesus' name to be bold. 
I thank you, Father, right now in Jesus' name. For Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So I thank you. I agree in faith, Father, right now for my sister in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, right now. Thank you for faith. Thank you for faith, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for the step of faith in Jesus' name. Thank you for faith, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for faith, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for faith in Jesus' name. Power, might, victory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Just throw, just throw the stone. Just throw it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus. Thank you for my brother, Lord. Thank you for my brother, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you that you love my brother right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, right now that he builds himself up in faith, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you for, Father, in Jesus' name, that we forget the past victories, the past failures. That we look before us, Father, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, right now, whatever giant this brother is facing, I thank you, Father, right now, that he'll make his stand, that he'll build himself up, and he'll step out in faith and do what he needs to do. I thank you, Father, right now, for a faithful man, a man that doesn't compromise the Word of God. I thank you, Jesus, right now, for stirring faith in Stirring faith in him in Jesus' name. Stirring faith in him in Jesus' name. Stirring faith in him in Jesus' name. Just keep throwing him, brother. Just keep throwing him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, right now for Lucio. Thank you, Father, for those desires you've placed in Lucio, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, right now. I thank you for faith building up in him, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for a man that's faithful. A man that loves you. A man that seeks your face, Father, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that you guide him and lead him, speaking to him through your spirit, man, right now in Jesus' name. Through faith. I thank you, Father, right now for faith being built up in him in Jesus' name. I thank you that you're revealing to him the call of God that's on his life. As he's faithful, Father, in Jesus' name. And again, I thank you for the past is gone. And I thank you, Father, right now for a new day. A powerful day. A day of victory in Jesus' name. A day of faith in Jesus' name. So I agree in faith with my brother right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, right now in Jesus' name for faith. For faith. For faith in Jesus' name. For faith in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, right now. Praise the Lord. Well, I trust that everybody that came up, came up to get prayed for. Um, again, I uh, just take this word and just run with it. Let it work for you. Amen. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for, again, uh, for the opportunity to be able to minister to you. It's always, again, it's always a privilege and an honor. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. I believe we heard the Word of God tonight. Amen. So let's stand on our feet and let's take this faith and run with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm excited about what God is doing. Faith has risen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead. Thank you for joining us today. We trust that you enjoyed the message. We invite you to join us at our weekly services here at Island Church. 
Sunday morning service at 8.30 a.m., Dawn Patrol. Sunday school at 10 a.m. Sunday mid-morning service at 10.45 a.m. Sunday night service at 7 p.m. Tuesday night prayer at 7.30 p.m. Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 2411 69th Street, Galveston, Texas. You can contact us by phone at 409-770-9113. We look forward to seeing you there.